0: Hey, this is Greg Grunberg, a.k.a. your favorite Star Wars character, Snap Wexley, and you are right where you need to be, listening to yet another amazing episode of the Black Squadron Podcast. Oh, welcome back. Black Squadron Podcast, episode 37
1: hello guys what's going How on y'all How doing? Was...
0: not much chilling trying surviving getting, trying to get my show notes up <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna say all i right. got them all up and ready to go so we uh did we have a show last week we did not have a show last week
2: no we had had some things come up last minute so no squadrons last week unfortunately
0: to say the least um it's been a crazy week though crazy two uh week and a half of just like nearly constant star wars related news
2: Mm -hmm. yeah it's been something i mean it's it's definitely there (laughs) seems like there's a long period of just absolutely nothing and now it's every couple days there's something new coming out
0: so is the mandalorian it's the next thing to actually come out right
2: yeah so i'm not sure off the top of my head if there's any like books or anything coming out between now and october 30th but
0: um there is um book comes out on the 20th Hey, Danny. Um, So, yeah, book comes out on the 20th. Hold on, I just put it in my Amazon cart. Let me pull my Amazon app.
2: I was going to say, I'm so behind on the book news, other than like all the High Republic stuff, because that was like the last few days has been
0: so High Republic heavy, but we'll get into that a little later. The Star Wars Lightsaber Collection coffee table book comes out the 20th.
2: Oh, okay. I know they've been teasing that for months Mm -hmm. now, so Mm -hmm. I I never knew when it was coming out, but I guess there's one more
0: trying to find it it's a blue i remember it's a blue hardcover and it comes out too coffee with kenobi just tweeted it danzy just tweeted a picture with him holding it um it was like basically facts like legit facts from the entirety of star wars it looked really interesting but oh, is,
2: is that that star wars book
0: yeah it's, it's like blue this, yeah i think it's
2: called the star wars book or something but yeah, like pablo yeah. hidalgo <laughs> Yeah. So I remember seeing that because Hot Toys had their Death Watch come out, and it had a in the description like the the place that the settlement that Dinjarin's on when he's rescued in the uh, end of uh, season one of Mandalorian, and I think that was like the first time I had ever seen like what that settlement was called. So I was like, hold on, let me go to Wikipedia and <laughs> figure out where this has been coming from for the first time. And that book was where it was referenced before, so
0: so. That's, uh, yeah. Ever since I out. started
1: school, I'm behind on the books and the comics. Sucks. But. Um,
0: I'm actually sitting in front of my books tonight because I can't physically get into my studio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for anybody who doesn't know, I was in a car accident uh, two weeks ago. and I have a cast from my toes to my hip on my left leg, so I can't get in my studio, uh, which sucks because I can't do my usual artist outlet. So I'm about my books. Here's my crutches. <laughs> <laughs> um but I wanted to show you guys this. This is the Canaan omnibus. I got it at uh five below for, for five dollars, I think. But I took the dust cover off, and this is what it looks like under the dust cover. Oh wow. Oh That's very nice. cool. So I I love it so much. And just like
1: when'd you get that?
0: Uh, Mari got it for me actually. Um months and months ago, but she was able to give it to me on my birthday because we uh Finally said F it" and went to the same room. <laughs> Even though the I pandemic, I was, was going to say uh, the, str- the struggle nowadays. Yeah, but we went nine months without seeing anybody. Well, at least I did. So I was fun to just like, I know I've been tested, they've been tested. Let's just let's go for it, and so far mm. so good. <laughs> I was tested okay. two weeks ago, so I know I'm good.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say anytime I have to travel anywhere, I like come back, get tested, and I'm like I'm in this like two week rotation now <laughs> where I seem to constantly be getting tested. Those
1: swabs are super fun.
2: I don't mind them at this point, honestly. Like it's it's just like I'll show up, they'll be like, Have you done this before? I'm like, Oh yeah. That's because <laughs> your brain is numb and don't
0: well <laughs> I fortunate it's not the right word, but because of my situation that I was in, I mm-hmm. didn't even know it was happening. <laughs> so they kind of just did it and yeah. i was there but don't recall it um so yeah but uh, so much star wars news to get into so let's uh let's hop on to the holonet headlines if you will and just go over the last right. week and a half
2: yeah so we'll start off so this weekend started on thursday was new york comic-con's virtual comic-con because obviously there's no in-person comic-con's going on right now uh they're calling it new york comic-con metaverse and there were three Star Wars panels. One was yesterday and there were two today, this morning. The one yesterday was all about the high Republic. I had Claudia gray, Charles soul, Justina Ireland, Daniel, Jose older, Kevin Scott and Michael Sigling. And basically what they did during this panel is they talked a little bit about the state of the galaxy during this great disaster that's this big event that's taking place in the high republic we got a little bit more info on some of the heroes we see some of their motivations uh there's a really cool quote i think it was either soul or uh kevin scott said it but basically how every jedi has a unique um interaction with the force so there's one jedi that basically views the force as music. So I think they're really going to get into the sort of this. Every Jedi has got a unique spin to the the force and interacts with the force in different ways. So that's Mm -hmm. kind of exciting. I didn't really think about, you know, the idea that every Jedi has a different way that they've interact with the force or see the force or perceive the force. So it kind of goes to that whole, um, the force is its own, basically. Yeah.
0: Thing. I really I really think we're going to get a whole new perspective on Star Wars with this new High Republic. Because um, every time they talk about it, they talk about the individual Jedi that they've created mm-hmm. and how just unique they are in terms of what we already know. Um, well, I I think, think, it, go ahead.
2: I was going to say, I think they were given a lot of freedoms with each of their own Jedi and their respective pieces that they worked on. Um, they talked a little bit about how even the lightsaber so the wookiee character i can't remember his name off the top of my head but he, when they created that character they gave him a two like a big giant two-handed lightsaber basically like a broadsword kind of thing um, cuz that made sense
0: for a wookiee to have that yeah did they, i think i may be wrong cuz i i would kind of caught the tail end of this one but did they mention the wookiee jedi's connection to the force that's something to do with the tree because of Kashik. Mm-hmm. Um, they thought maybe I can't remember what they said exactly, but I remember hearing them say something like that.
2: Yeah, it's either connection to the force via the tree or views the force as a tree. Hmm. Um, so something along those lines. But I'm sure you know they'll we'll see more as those books come out or as we learn more about those characters. Um, um, it it would have been it, sweet if you would have got the wooden hilt
1: like in uh, you know what was it rebels.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we do see that in the High Republic. I'm so excited for this. Slade and I were talking last night. Um, full, dis- oh, full disclosure, Slade and Mari were uh, not able to make it tonight, so that's why it's the three of us. Uh, but last night, Slade and I played Call of Duty Warzone until about 3 a.m. Um, so we were talking about High Republic, and I and I just it dawned on me. If you were somebody who has always been interested in Star Wars but have been intimidated by the 40-plus years of – catch up high republic is perfect for you because you could start day one you could become a foremost expert on high republic day one mm-hmm.
2: like well even some a, of the
0: yeah
2: i was gonna say even some of the new canon like the stuff that's come out since disney took over i mean there's such a giant backlog with that because mm-hmm. i know i've tried i was like oh i'm gonna start
0: you know hey res oh there's todd what's
2: up, Rez. Was I was going to say, am I still there?
0: Am I here? Yeah, there you go.
2: <laughs> Good. Okay. So what I was saying was that I was going to start reading the whole Canon timeline from the first Canon novel all the way through, but either they keep <laughs> releasing stuff that comes out before other stuff. So I had to stop and backtrack <laughs> or there's just so much stuff to get through that sort of this new restart for the high Republic is a cool, cool jumping in point for someone who might be a little intimidated at jumping into the new Canon timeline stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: I'm right with you, Danny. Um, I was, I was excited for more Star Wars content, but initially it was just like kind of sporadic information. So I didn't like dive into it at all, but then the last probably four days I've been really interested in it and reading as much as I can about it. So,
2: and the good news is there are more high Republic stuff coming out. Um, Michael Siglane said that they're already in the process of starting like phase two, basically of books. So there's more novels, more young adult novels. Um, they're bringing back serialized fiction to star Wars insider. And that's um, being written by Charles soul. So he's coming back in doing that. Uh, and that comes out in December. So I guess we'll see. That'll be the first thing I guess, to come out for the high Republic mm-hmm. if it's this December, because I don't think the books themselves come out until January.
0: Yeah. That's so great. We did- Any, anytime we can get Charles soul work, the better. <laughs>
2: I was going to say, they just seem to keep pushing pushing Soul to do either more more novels now or more, more writing. So I'm a fan. I love his work, so I'm excited to see more of it. Yeah, big fan. I think um, it's going to be interesting
1: seeing Yoda in a time of his struggle, like, building up to be a master. I think that's going to be really cool. Yeah. See, like, it's- the places he goes and stuff, because he's always been in one area all the time. <laughs> So we got to be-
0: see a little bit of how much of a badass he was in episode three. Yeah. Um, so uh, I guess this will be magnified, right? <laughs> Cause he'll be younger.
1: <laughs> right. And it's going to be more, I mean, how strong he was at that point, this time mm-hmm. he's going to be probably going to get defeated a couple of times. And it's going to yeah. be interesting.
2: So we did do a live tweet of it for anybody who might've missed the panel. So if you head over to the Twitter account, um, tried as best we could to to follow along there's a lot a lot going on with uh with the it's itself. it's a lot well and especially just the names like trying to spell out the names of all these different star wars characters so i was like oh i made a mistake not <laughs> closed captioning it
0: i feel like every show i say this but i'll die on this hill every book that they make needs an index in the back with a pronunciation guide
2: Oh, a hundred
0: percent. I swear I'd never say a name right until I see him like in a cartoon or a live action. I'm like, ah, I was doing <laughs> yeah, that totally wrong.
2: So that, that was the High Republic panel um, today. Like I said, there was two more panels. There was a publishing panel. So that had Daniel Jose Older again, um, Preeti Chibber, Phil Shostak, Katie Cook, Zoraida Cordova, and Amy, Kat, Rat, Amy Ratcliffe. Uh, and that was moderated by Kristen Baver. So they touched a little bit on some of the upcoming books uh, from a certain point of view strikes back the clone Wars uh, book that recently, I don't know, I can't remember if it's come out already or if it's coming out um, That's sort of retellings of um, some of the iconic clone Wars episodes. Uh, And then the stuff that I was most interested in was uh, Phil talking about the art of the art of Mandalorian. Mm -hmm. Um, He said that unlike other, art of books, like the movie books that he's done, because he's done all the sequel trilogy era um, art of books. But this one, they had just so much content to work with, because it's you know five and a half hours of Star Wars content versus two and a half for the movies. Yeah. Um, but they still had that restriction of trying to get it in the same size as the two and a half hour movie books. <laughs> um, so the challenge is that that was for him to sort of condense all of that into the same size book. Uh, And also how he wanted to sort of capture the process that Favreau and um, Filoni had sort of creating the show. So we're going to see a little bit of that, as well as all the gorgeous concept art. Um, Either the stuff that we saw at the end of each episode or the stuff that we saw
0: um, that we haven't seen. So. I posted a couple they I think there was four teaser pictures posted somewhere and I posted them on our Facebook page Uh, so if you guys want to check that out there's four teaser pictures (laughs) from Mm -hmm. that book
2: so and then they did announce there is a new Vader comic coming out it's the shadow of Vader's castle Uh, so it's similar to I think it was that first Vader's castle Mm -hmm. Um, was it one of those IDW adventure yeah. Kind of comics. Um, so doing it around Halloween. They they seem to like to go to Vader's castle a lot during this time of the year.
0: If only there was other characters in Star Wars to write stuff about. I, know. I, was, gonna
2: say, <laughs> I was gonna say Twitter, there was there's was definitely people that were, were like, you know, we have you know the night sisters, the 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 literal witches of Star Wars that you could <laughs> write stories about, but they seem to want to always go back to, to Vader and his castle. Yeah, yeah
0: they, to safe, right they love it man (laughs) so and then the last one i love vader don't get me wrong but there's just so so much more juice to squeeze
2: well and it's just there's it seems like between like the vader comic like the main vader comic lines that have come out it just seems like they're like oh you want more vader here's more vader yeah (laughs)
0: it's
2: like you didn't ask for it but we're gonna give it to you
0: i suppose it's safe
2: Safe a
1: new kylo comic would be cool yeah I'd like to get some more of that. I mean,
0: the last one was all right. Yeah. <laughs> but who knows? Maybe they'll give us next year, we'll get some real spooky stuff.
2: I <laughs> can only hope at this point, right? So, and then the last panel was uh, a mindfulness panel. So that was a Amy Ratcliffe again, Ashley Eckstein and Dr. Drea Letamendi. Um, and basically what they talked about was how the practice of mindfulness uh, inspires and empowers some of, our favorite star Wars characters and how we can bring some of that inspiration into our everyday lives. So I haven't watched all of this panel yet. I need to go back and and finish it up, but kind of an interesting idea of how to bring, you know, what we see in star Wars into everyday life and how everyday life kind of influences star Wars. I'm actually pretty excited for that one. Yeah. Um, So in uh, other news, we have some more, book news uh, they're making a manga adaptation of claudia gray's young adult novel uh, leia princess of alderaan so they've done this in the past they did it with the whole Look. lost stars mm-hmm. um book they turned that into i think it was like a three volume manga mm-hmm. um so the artwork is always gorgeous in it i don't think they really change anything as far as the story goes so you're still going to get the same story i haven't read leia princess of alderaan yet it's like in my giant backlog of books to read yeah um but the we did see some uh, first looks at this what it's going to look like and the art and that is absolutely gorgeous so i might yeah. pick it
0: up just because it looks so nice i posted the first seven pages of it on our facebook page they so. someone posted it i think it was the publisher linking on the publisher name um no never mind the publisher posted the first seven pictures. So I posted it on Facebook.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say it's up on StarWars.com if anybody yeah. wants to wants to see it. It's over there as well. Um, they also showed we were, we got a first glimpse at the opening crawl that's going to be in the High Republic. So kind of interesting that they're they're really taking a sorry David. Um, <laughs> I was gonna say cover it right up with David. It's interesting that they're taking sort of a movie approach with the High Republic. Um, you know, giving us that same opening crawl. Sort of vibe.
0: Yeah, so, so. For, the, for the podcast listeners, um, it starts off as Star Wars The High Republic. The galaxy is at peace, ruled by a glorious Republic and protected by the noble and wise Jedi Knights. As a symbol of all that is good, the Republic is about to launch Starlight Beacon into the far reaches of the Outer Rim. Uh, the new space station will serve as a ray of hope for all to see. But just as a, a magnificent renaissance spreads throughout the Republic, so does a frightening new adversary. Now the guardians of peace, justice must face a threat to themselves, the galaxy, and the force itself. Um, which sounds exciting. I'm a little like, how bad is the outer rim that it's been hundreds <laughs> and hundreds of years? We're still messing with it.
2: <laughs> I was gonna say it's just the wild, wild west out there. Right? Yeah.
0: Right. At what point do you just punt and say, it's venture?
2: <laughs> so like you guys are on your own out there just yeah.
0: have fun we're, we're gonna focus on the inner rim <laughs> yeah we we can't handle the inner rim but we're trying to somehow fix the outer rim too so you know what the mid rim
2: <laughs> so and then there was also the last bit of um publishing news uh they released a short story for squadrons called the light you bring uh and this follows two of the characters that you see in the campaign for squadrons uh keo and frisk so it t- it's a, you follow them on a mission that basically takes place sort of right before where the campaign kicks off. Uh, I thought it was interesting, sort of, I don't know if we're going to see more stuff like this where we, we see sort of a little bit more of Vanguard Squadron or Titan Squadron. We'll talk about a little bit more of those later in the show. Um, but I think it'd be interesting to see more about these characters. You, you learn a little bit about them in the campaign, but I think there's still a lot more that they can kind of explore with with each of these, um, both sides of, of these characters. Mm-hmm.
0: I think uh, if this game would have come out 10 years ago, we'd have 3.7, 375 figures of yeah. everybody in this game.
2: <laughs> we still might, honestly. Like, they might push. I, I don't
0: know. Hasbro is Hasbro, and I've got yeah. my own beef with them. But um, <laughs> they didn't make not... Rise of Skywalker figures in that, that line. They're definitely not going to make it. For yeah, Watchers, so. That's true. <laughs> it's like I mean, I guess...
1: teeth Trying to get... We might get the Black Series 1. is how they did it.
0: Well, they did what? I They did Aiden for Battlefront 2. Right. that's it. Yeah. I, coming I,
2: with more now. I mean, maybe they'll do gaming greats. I mean, I know that's a line that's starting to pick I, up. They picked older games fair. for that, but I could see them yeah. maybe picking up some some of the characters from the campaign yeah. for doing uh, a couple of those in the gaming greats line.
0: Yeah, well, they that's
2: did, Uh following Jedi, right?
0: yeah was yeah that? fallen yeah fallen um yeah fallen jet i got the um uh, scout trooper scout which we'll trooper. get to we'll get to later uh they did battlefront 2 they did a, a heavy b1 battle droid and i want to say there was a clone of some sort but i could be wrong
2: well and they also did jango fett from the bounty hunter game was a gaming great they've done yeah. um Revan,
0: yeah right the right Re- Re- figure.
2: Yeah, Revan's had a big comeback. I don't know that, like, the amount of like merch that we've gotten for Revan recently makes me think that maybe they're gonna bring him back in a bigger role. Yeah, I think it's because I think that's what was supposed to happen
1: with the uh brothers that that went back went to Netflix or whatever. I think that's oh, all the happened. Benioff and think, Weiss. Yeah, they, oh, yeah, um, I really think that was gonna come out, and they just said, oops. <laughs>
0: Well, wow, they those two guys.
1: Because there was a lot of merch coming out for
0: that. I mean, it's it's all they have to do is look at the Kylo Ren when Kylo Ren first was announced, and all his like all his figures look really cool. That that design, the helmet, is toyotic, and Revan is anything but toyetic. That sells to quote a, to steal a term from wrestling figures, <laughs> very toyetic figure. Um, I saw somebody made a custom soft goods cloak for the Revan Black Series and it made it look like a Hot Toys so that figure is very well done I will give them much props for that
2: I was gonna say I I do think you know Black Series has done a great job with with their figures I've got more Black Series now than I know what to do with with all the Mando line that they keep announcing it's like every time they announce a new one I'm like here's my credit card just take it so I do hope we see more of that um I don't know if I'll get into any of the gaming greats, but I think that they've definitely done well with the Black Series line. So, mm-hmm. hopefully, we'll get some squadrons love as well. well yeah. they
1: actually made Ray look like Ray you now, and like I said before, not an elf. it's yeah. really bad.
0: I was yeah, some- they struggled there for a bit with some of the characters face wise, but so. where, credit is, where credits credits do, they crush aliens and droids. So get hit on it too much um good
2: i was gonna say the last bit of news is just squadrons came out so we obviously haven't had a show since squadron actually came out but squadrons is out um i don't know if you two have had a chance to play it yet i know bp you've kind of been out of commission so i don't know if you had a chance to dive into it but uh, i
0: played it for like we'll get into this i played it for a little bit but with the medication i'm on it made me way too dizzy so i had to turn it off
2: yeah
0: i don't um, blame you it's, we'll,
2: it's a lot of a lot of spinning
0: <laughs> yeah so we'll talk about squadrons here shortly but there's still a ton of more star wars news so um in terms of well news i guess it is news for nerds like myself uh, toy news or collectibles news um i never thought that this was something i would need star wars related but there's a company called Corksicle, and they have uh, tumblers and canteens that s- perform similarly as Yetis. So it keeps it super cold or super hot, whatever you have, for long periods of time. Um, but they're gorgeous. <laughs> Damn. Um, so this in the front is the Darth Vader Canteen. Um, it's all It's gloss black. It's got one red stripe. It's very understated, but you know what it is looking at it if you're a nerd. Uh, and then the Stormtrooper collection in the back, which is very subtle, again, uh, but gorgeous. Like uh, I don't have the pictures, but they also had C-3PO, which were actual gold. They really, really shine. And then uh, mm-hmm. there was a Luke Skywalker in his X-Wing design, so it's like orange, white, and gray. Mm-hmm. And R2-D2, uh, there was one more I'm blanking on, but if you go to Corksicle's website, uh, they have a ton – the canteen's like 35 bucks. The tumbler was 30, I want to say. Um,
1: Another loan you have to take out then, huh?
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Got to pay to play. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so the next thing I haven't really looked into much. I'm curious as to how this came about. <laughs> so Polaroid cameras – haven't been a thing for a long time now they're a thing again and there is a the mandalorian specific polaroid camera um i don't know what to do with this information <laughs> <laughs> so the actual camera itself is just dark gray with some gray light gray highlights there's a mud horn signal on the top of it um if i think i saw correctly the actual polaroid picture piece that you put in the the blank um uh, totally blanking on what the hell they're called blank photos that you take the pictures on anyway they have the child on them somehow in some way so if you're in the market for a new polaroid camera folks there's a star wars related one mandalorian one coming out
2: <laughs> todd todd's smiling like he already pre-ordered it i was <laughs> gonna say i don't know so like I'm not huge into Polaroids, but the fact the the fact that they slapped Mando stuff on a Polaroid and it's like this is what you need. I was like, I saw that on the Mando Mondays drop, and I was like oh this is this is a little interesting. like there's so many other things that we could have right now, and a Polaroid camera is what we're going with,
0: but when you pull the clip video clip for this episode, that was it. It's just that <laughs> that what you just said um yeah but actually i wanted to show you guys they finally have some clone war season seven funko pops i'm so excited about these and they are gorgeous like i'm trying to quit funko pops like everybody is seemingly um but they're it's like cocaine man (laughs) you can't you can't just can't stop so i'm gonna share especially when
1: this stuff comes out
0: so there's an ahsoka uh, order sixty six Ahsoka is what I'm calling this one because this is what she was wearing, I believe. And here she is outside the box. These are all available for pre order pretty much everywhere. I ordered mine from Amazon.
2: I was gonna say I grabbed a couple off of Amazon too, but I know they went up like I think first on GameStop. Mm-hmm.
0: There's a this is a GameStop exclusive uh, Ahsoka from the Sisters arc in the middle of the season. Mm-hmm. And there's a better picture of it. Man, she looks great, yeah. So, for those of you who only listen to this podcast, check out this this stream, uh, this video on our channel because these are worth looking at. Uh, and this one is incredible. They crushed this Darth Maul.
2: I'm still shocked it took this long for them to actually put out some good,
0: solid Clone Wars Funko's, though. This looks so good. Uh, this is so much better than the original mall. it makes me want to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't there a Rebels Mall too, though, that came yeah, out? I
2: remember that, a, that one looks pretty cool, too.
0: And we got a Bo-Katan Funko. Yeah, I had to get that. So y'all know me. I'm a,
2: suck, I'm a sucker for Mando's. So I saw Bo, and and I think the next one, BP, you're going to show is the... Um, oh, nope, oh, no, this is Wrecker.
0: Yeah, next one's Wrecker. This is the one I pre-ordered. Um, I love Wrecker. I love his, his armor, his helmet, everything. Um, so, yeah, this is the one that I pre-ordered look at that look at that big boy <laughs> when
2: well, you already know they're gonna have the whole bad batch funko yeah. line so they've already got you with wrecker
0: <laughs> yeah my man uh, and then the mandalorian super commando yeah i think this is the female one right mm-hmm. yeah the female yeah so dual, nice. dual wielding and then gar saxon which this one is incredible they did such a good job sexy
2: so it's so clean and i just i don't know i love like the whole mall look so I, I was excited to see some some pop so i got that in the bow bo Bo-Katan one
0: yeah this, this one's so good like everything's good the blaster is spot on the the helmet the armor everything this is probably they just keep getting better funkos in my opinion they just keep getting better and better I'm terrified to
2: see like what Funko's going to look like, you know, a year, two years, three (laughs) years from now, because they really do. Like the poses have gotten so much better, the detailing's gotten so much better as time's gone on. So I'm they'll be be doing 20 inches pretty soon. Well, that's I mean they've got the big 10 inch ones already, so I'm I'm terrified to see where they go next. But I don't know. I'm running out (laughs) of time. Look what Danny put. Oh, sorry. Oh, Funko come to the dark side, Danny, yeah. Danny, I'm right there with you. It, it feels like whenever a Funko is announced, I'm like, all right, you know what? Like, I'm like, I'm almost out of here. I'm I'm, done. I don't need any more Funkos. And then they're like, no, 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 hold on. What about, what about this? I've got like five or seven baby Yodas now. Like they're all the same Funko, just a different pose. I'm like, I don't need any more of these. And then they announce another one. I'm like, all right, well, here you go.
0: I told myself when I ordered the sideshow, life size, the child that I did not need to buy any of the Funkos. I go to five below. I see a bunch of child Funkos. It's in my cart. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's, I have one. It's like, how did this
2: happen? I really what? would like, if I could go back in time and like tell my young collecting self something, it would be chill on the Funkos just because <laughs> I, I remember it was like one of the first things I ever really bought when I got into like started getting more into collecting and I bought like two or three Funkos when they were doing their um, smugglers bounty boxes. And then from there, it's just been like a downhill battle that I'm (laughs) losing.
0: (laughs) That's funny. Um, Danny has three Kylo Ren Funkos. Who the hell needs three? Well, you know what? (laughs) I think I might have three of them, too.
2: (laughs) I was going to say, you got to get Kylo unmasked. Kylo with his mask. Kylo with his right hand up. And yeah, then, exactly.
0: then the repaired mask.
2: <laughs> and then you're going to have Kylo like good, good boy, Ben Kylo. So the,
0: the 10 inch Kylo Ren. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's great. I'm excited. I love it. Um, I almost showed this when we were talking about the high Republic, but they've gave us a really good view of master Stellan Geos from the high Republic's lightsaber. Um, and it's killer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, it's very Knights of the round table feeling, but star Wars, I have no words. It's honestly, it's gorgeous. Um, definitely check it out if you're just listening to the podcast, but, um,
2: well, and the cool uh, part, I don't think you can see it on the, on the image that we're showing, but mm-hmm. when it's ignited, it's got two beams that basically look like, you know, Kylo Ren's kind of cross guard on his lightsaber, except for it's got that, um, arch kind of claw look too. So I think these are going to be, these are going to be exciting. These, these lightsabers, I think I'm curious to see if like galaxy's edge makes like the, um, was it the legacy edition or whatever their legacy lightsabers? If -hmm. they, if they do some of these from the high Republic, just because they're all such unique designs and yeah, there it is. So it's got that, that beam emitting from both sides as well as the
0: top. So the cross—it's essentially a, a lightsaber cross guard, like mm-hmm. an, a, a true one. Because I think Kylo was, was kind of an accident because there was too much power going through his blade, his saber. Uh, this is a legitimate cross guard, um, which is curious. Thinking now because a lot of the pictures we've seen, a lot of the lightsabers have some sort of cross guard or uh, yeah, some sort of guard on mm-hmm. the hilt Were they super ineffective, and that's why we never saw them mm-hmm. the last forty-five years. <laughs>
2: Is that going all the way to the claw or whatever that is? Is it? Is
0: mm-hmm. that- yeah, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Well, it interesting.
2: Is, it's interesting. It kind of makes me think, you know, the whole idea that like Kylo Ren is in charge of the Knights of Ren and the High Republic is like the Knights of the Jedi kind of thing.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's
2: almost like, and it's probably not yet, this is just wild speculation on my end, but it's almost like Kylo Ren is sort of inspired by the ancient Jedi of old. Yeah. And the way that he's built his lightsaber. So I don't know, probably not even remotely close, but it's a cool little f- headcanon theory for me.
1: Well, hopefully they'll use them more in hybrid Repub- Republic than uh, Kylo did. Knights mm-hmm. of ring. Cause
2: man, oh, was- you,
0: guys, you guys hear that? That's the, that's the national sound of DC.
2: And Is it's not it? coming
0: for, it's not coming from me this time.
2: <laughs> I was going to say it's either, it's either cats outside your apartment or <laughs> the lovely sounds of the DC nightlife. That's straight yeah. out of Omaha right there.
0: That's, That's the streets. So if anything ever happens badly, see, I'm screwed because I just ignore it now because it happens like 15 to 40 times a day. Mm-hmm. Um, ignore it. All right, so next we briefly touched on it, but the gaming greats, the Scout Trooper from Fallen Order with the electro staff thing, Bobby has, uh, this thing stands out to me the most because of the box art. The box art is awesome. So this is a GameStop exclusive. So if you guys want to pre-order this, head over to GameStop. Check that out. Go online. (laughs) Not in the store. Yeah, I'm really Uh, digging Black Series
1: boxes now. How they're making them glow and stuff like that.
0: So much better than just just the black and red um, for a collection purpose.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Well, and how all of them, a lot of them, I don't know if the gaming grades do, but at least the newer Mm -hmm. lines, they have the art murals on the sides. You can, if you... This is like where the OCD collector in me comes in. Is you got to get everyone in the line so that you have right. the
0: perfect mural. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's They're gorgeous, though. They really did crush the box re, uh, redesign. Um, so I skipped one because I wanted to go back to it. Uh, the Hasbro Razor Crest backer project. Uh, they The goal was 6,000 originally. As of before the show started, they're at 10,182 backers. Um, that's a lot of people buying the vintage collecting razor crest, which is nearly three feet long. Um, but today there was a panel for it and it was the guy from marketing and the guy who from design and they showed some more pictures, like actual pictures of the razor crest. And I only pulled three of them to show you guys, um, and I sh- for very specific reasons. Um, so this is going to cover our whole screen cause I wanted it to be big so you guys could see it, but you'll still be able to hear me, I think so this is the back of the razor crest with the exclusive soft goods denjarin figure um just to give you an example of the detail that you're getting in this thing as as far as i know it's 350 dollars. is that right yeah that sounds right um and the next picture you can take this thing completely apart uh down to just skeleton even engine compartment you can take the literal engine apart in this thing that's how detailed insanity this thing is um and if you wanted to recreate the scene in episode two you could take this entire thing apart (laughs) entire thing there's nothing that doesn't come apart except for the actual skeleton of the razor crest and that's just that's such a cool feature to me um get some jawas around it yeah you could recreate the whole thing but they, they were talking about um you can take off the the reason why you can take it apart is if you so you can take some figure art um like f- photographs everything is in there there's the the um carbonite section the area that he freezes people there's actual hooks in the ceiling to slide them um his uh armory is in there with actual blasters uh the vac tubes there <laughs> if your figure needs to go potty because we need that uh, star wars cannon bathroom yeah, yeah this I don't, I don't have room for this. I've, I've made my peace with it. I, I, I have nowhere to put it.
2: I was going to say, I have had like daily, like <laughs> internal struggles where I'm like, do I need this? Do I not? Do I, do I not? And every day, well, the fact that like they announced that they're going to do another tier unlock. Cause they already hit their max goal. Mm-hmm. It's like, that's tempting me. But then every time I see like a new picture, like this stuff from the fan first Friday, um, live stream that they did, they did today. And they, they showed like the whole thing and, and took it apart. I was just like, I, I, Oh, I don't, I don't have the space for this, but I really
0: need this. Like if I got it, I would have to live on my kitchen table. <laughs> like that's literally the only place I could put it. Cause it's so big. Uh, I was gonna
2: say Maybe I can like fit it like up there ish, like sort <laughs> yeah. of above the rest of my Mando stuff. But even then I'm like, I'm, I'm pushing it. I mean, you could hang it from the ceiling, I suppose. Who knows? Oh, no. Um, it's going to so be yeah. as, as we get closer, it's going to be push comes to shove with me and I'm either going to pull the trigger <laughs> on it or not.
0: It's still available. So, <laughs> uh, but the tears they added, the one I like, I think off the top of my head is they added a, the child with its roaming stroller. <laughs> uh, I, I thought actually, actually, I saw a really cool detail where they showed den in the, uh, driver seat, mm-hmm. lack of a better term and the shifter was missing the knob and then behind them, the child figure was holding the knob,
1: hmm.
0: which I was like, okay, you, you bastards. Yeah. It's like the Subaru. It's like Subarus with their dog commercials. And I bought a Subaru a couple years ago. <laughs> almost got me. <laughs> <laughs> this close. Uh, uh, divorce is not cheap. If we, no. If I bought that, woo, baby. My wife is deals with a lot of my collecting <laughs> habits and poor choices when it comes to collecting. But I know my boundaries.
1: <laughs> I think you used your past on the child, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be an interesting piece in our living room. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Stop staring at me.
0: <laughs> but babe, our kid loves it. <laughs> All right. Oh. More Vintage Collection news. I'm so excited for this. Um, I haven't purchased any of the collection Vintage Collection sets because once you take them out of the box, they're kind of just like bare bones, and the box art is gorgeous. Um, but I think they might have got me. <laughs> I think they might have got me. Tantive 4 set. Look at that. Look at that gorgeous boxing. It's That's honestly so just – it's just, what, three walls, two walls?
2: <laughs> right.
0: That's all you're going to get. But that's, that is the exact moment I fell in love with Star Wars. They got me. They did it.
2: They were like, you know what's going to get BP? This set right here.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I pre-ordered that. What are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that's available for pre-order, too, pretty much anywhere you buy your toys. Um, yeah, that's only one picture. There's I posted on our Facebook page and maybe our Twitter and Instagram, Black Squadron Podcast. Check us out. Yeah. Um, there's a bunch of pictures. There's art all around the box. It's it's a beautiful, beautiful piece. Even if you just buy it for the box, which I am because I'm a nerd. Um, so if you guys – are you guys familiar with the samurai style, Ronin style Star Wars figures? Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, Before I show you this one because I don't think this one is included, but the company who does this, a Bluefin, I think – or bluefin is having a new york comic-con sale right now if you're listening to this literally right now it's buy buy two fifty dollars each which is like forty dollars off each figure so you get two for a hundred of right. uh, the star wars neuron figures but they just announced this one a couple of days ago it is the Din jaren the mandalorian um <laughs> that looks that looks phenomenal guys
2: well and it's so cool because they like the whole idea of the mandalorian is like that the, the
0: lone samurai
2: the the you know, samurai and the the cub kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, the I don't know. I love this figure. I'm probably not going to get it only because I know they're holding off probably for a like Beskar version with the child, and that's what I'm hoping for. And I know that's probably going to be twice as expensive. So I'd rather throw double the money at that than on this the the pre Beskar one.
0: So pre orders are open for this right now. Uh, a bandot. I'm sorry. P dash bandaicom it's a hundred bucks pre-orders are open like I said and the expected delivery is March 2021 um there's a lot more pictures and I'm on the website so I'll just go ahead and show you guys
2: I was gonna say it really is a cool cool figure and it all the details that they included with it um it it's it's really interesting looking so I'm curious if they're gonna do more of these like I know they've done a Django for version in the past. They've done a Boba Fett. They've got stormtroopers. They've got all kinds of them, but I'm curious if they're going to do more Mando figures. Like if we're going to see like a heavy infantry Mando or death watch Mando's or, cause I feel like those are easy since they've got the helmet already to do them.
0: Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. It comes with the, his blaster, his pulse rifle.
2: Mm-hmm. He's got a little samurai sword. Yeah. So, I think it's a it's a cool looking figure. Like I said, if I if I didn't have this feeling that they're going to drop the other Wait. version, I would 100% get this. You know, I just
0: realized mm. his sidearm,
2: flintlock. Yeah, all the all of them they <laughs> do flintlock style. So like, I think the stormtroopers have either crossbows or bow and arrows or flintlock pistols or flintlock blasters. Um, the Django Fed I think has two flintlock blasters. So that's incredible. I've never noticed that before. They're really cool. Like if you're into samurai style um, figures, or just think they look cool, I would I would pick them up. Especially since like BP you said they're they're running a sale on a bunch of the figures right now. The Maul one is badass. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I I have this weird thing about my Star Wars collectible from the ones I collect. I'm just such this weird thing about I have to have them like exactly like they are in the content I've seen them from. Yeah. Like I don't like, I don't, like, I don't yeah, I don't like variants. Um, it's not that I dislike them. Like I don't hate them. I just don't collect them.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, I appreciate them. It's just, I can't. Really yeah.
0: These are, these are cool. These are super cool. And I very, I would love to draw one, <laughs> but I don't want to collect any. Cause they just, it's just not my thing. But hey, and, if you if you love them, yeah, go nuts. And we get do crazy. know that. I mean, I mean, that's where
1: Lucas got his ideas from. Yeah, uh, I mean, that style. But I just can't. I can't get into them. But they're nice. they're suit, like I said, the mall one is badass. So um, what, do you, what do you think the child one would look like if he
2: comes out? Oh, I man. don't even know at this right? point. So- I just know there there there's got to be a a car child like it, it just makes no sense for them not to make one
0: um could you imagine so, a samurai samurai pram
2: that's yeah like the that's dragon? what i, I mm-hmm, that's what i'm imagining is like either some kind of car style ronin mando um and then the pram and some kind of elaborate ornate like a dragon um, yeah something like <laughs> yeah. that i mean they, they could go crazy with it so i, I fingers crossed that they make that because i it's an easy buy for me
0: that, yeah throw that in my car in a heartbeat instead of a dragon um the in clone wars season seven the first the bad batch episodes the aliens they go and help they were flying those like dinosaur looking things yeah Mm. yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) then (laughs) i'd
2: probably okay bandai
0: Bandai, (laughs) Bandai, hit
2: us up and we'll uh we'll help you plan the next one
0: (laughs) we are we are luminous beings after all Um, you know what, I got these websites I'm just going to pull them up because this is fun um, So there's three more things to cover here And they're all Hot Toys So while I pull this up, go to our YouTube channel You're already on it, subscribe if you haven't already Please and thank you uh, Todd just got the Mandalorian Den Jaren um, Episode 1 2-ish 2
2: and, and maybe like part of 3 Like the yeah. beginning <laughs> part of
0: 3 <laughs> The Mando we've, we've first come to know mm-hmm. Hot Toys I just call him Pre Best Guard.
2: Yeah, pre-best there
0: you go. Um, and he did a unboxing review, and it's gorgeous, guys. Go check it out. Give us some love. Um, it helps us, honestly, helps us a ton. I and mean, when you guys like stuff and comment, share it. And that way we can keep doing more because we, we, as you can tell, where we're talking about this stuff, we love it. Um, so, speaking of hot toys, let me just show you this. We'll start with the uh, boy, oh boy my computer's like, are you sure you want to show this? Because it's too <laughs> sexy.
2: I was going to say hot toys. Like I've known about hot toys, but now that I've got one, I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh man, this is, I can see how this is a <laughs> rabbit hole. People fall down. Yeah.
0: It's and awful. I wanted to show the website for a reason, just to show you guys the price point on these. Um, obviously you see that two twenty, and your first initial reaction, may be <laughs> that's a big one, Elizabeth. Um, but sideshow has incredible payment plans. Um, i bought the life-size child a year i think it might have been a year ago or six months ago i don't have no no clue um but the payments have been super low and i think i've already paid it off so um don't be afraid they're amazing (laughs) but the coruscant guard hot toys brand new new hotness new hotness Um, this is from clone wars i believe based off some of the pictures i'm going to show you guys I wish I could make this a little bigger, so I apologize that I can't. I but uh, you, you can see how gorgeous they are. Uh, the detail on Hot Toys is unmatched. But that, which, I, which I'm pretty sure comes with the next figure I'm going to show you guys. Um, but just know that I'm going to talk about that in a minute.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, so, that's, a, that's a cool shot right there. But I also yeah. feel for anybody who wants to recreate... That scene from Clone Wars, <laughs> only because you're buying a hundred dollar picture, buying like seven figures, and like I've seen people doing like people buy multiple stormtroopers and they'll buy Vaders and they'll, they'll like they'll create whole scenes from the movies Dude, I'm with these figures, one. and I'm, I'm like,
0: oh, you guys are something. I'm buying one, taking a picture, reposing, Photoshop. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. I, I buy two black series, and I feel like crap.
0: But here it is. You get, um, obviously, the, the figure comes with the thermal detonator, which is a nice touch, and then a bunch of random hand, uh, so you can do gang signs if you want.
2: <laughs> it's all about those interchangeable hands, let me tell you.
0: It's true. All right, so the next one I want to show you I'm pretty excited about because David has jumped into the hot toys Hot Toys game hmm. and ordered his first Hot Toys figure. And I got to tell you, if you're going to do it, this is a good one to start <laughs> it with. Um, so let me get that pulled up. And Mario also jumped in with her first figure uh, from Hot Toys with this exact figure. So our group chat was a lot of fun. Clone Wars Season 7, Darth Maul. Look at this gorgeous <laughs> bastard. This, one, this one's a little more expensive, and there's a reason for that in a couple pictures, and you'll see why. Um, but look at that.
2: I think, honestly, because Hot Toys has done a couple – of mm-hmm. malls, and I think this one might be my favorite. Not just because of the accessories he comes with, but just because of the the sculpt, everything about this figure yeah. is
0: gorgeous looking. Look at yeah. the sass in this picture. Yeah. Look at the sass. Yeah, that's the Obi Wan stance. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that's... by the way, I did I pre ordered that one too for the. Oh, nice. The young old, old Obi Wan. This is
0: a gorgeous shot. That that this might might be my favorite scene yeah. in Clone Wars.
2: And people will buy both those figures and recreate that scene.
0: Yeah. <laughs> this is the reason why it's more expensive than the, the guard. You get this Mandalorian sarcophagus that Maul goes in. Like that's insanity.
1: Look at, little,
0: look at that. And I'm assuming it lights up on the inside because all the pictures they've shown us has shown it like this.
2: I'm hoping it does. Cause yeah. Even if they doesn't, it, I would, I would like, that being jury yeah, yeah, I jerry rig right. something to make it shine on the inside.
0: I can help you with that if it doesn't. Yeah. Um, but gorgeous.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait.
0: Yeah, that's killer. Um, look at that. oh, that's that's a good one. I do like their accessories, how they make the blades look like they're being swung. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, it just makes it fun to like like 90% of the time they're gonna say in some like one single pose or something. Like I've got my uh Din Djarin in, in a single pose but it's nice to have options like if you want to change up the poses or you want to take oh look at that that's a that's a shirt what do you, boy uh, right there
0: what do you think he keeps in those pouches <laughs> the <Like> batteries <laughs> the love of
2: all his fans <laughs> all he-
1: of all the tears of Sabine
0: oh that's so cool like the sarcophagus honestly sells the figure I can only I mean, imagine if it hasn't happened already, people are 3d printing these.
2: Maybe. I mean, I feel like you need it once you know the dimensions probably,
0: mm-hmm. but
2: I, I, I'd be curious to see if there, cause I don't know if there, is there a black series for mall? Did that come out with the big black no. series uh, season seven? Okay. Uh, I don't I, think so. I, I wouldn't be surprised if people made it like the sarcophagus for black series, black series. scale. If they do a season mm-hmm. seven clone wars version.
0: Really, all you would need is the sarcophagus and then a Black Series Maul head, <laughs> you know? Basically. Or actually, you wouldn't even need this, the figure. You could literally print off Maul's face or eyes and put it put it in the- Paint, paint in it the, up a little? Yeah. That'd be easy. You know what? I'm giving myself some ideas here. <laughs> I you are you going to do a little, little weekend project? Yeah. When I'm able to move again, I will- um, this is pretty cool. The, fa- the pieces you get that come with it, he can, you can make him shirtless if you want. You can make him have a hood. All the different hands, gloved and not. And then the lightsaber comes with two or two, yeah, two sets of blades. Uh, and the sarcophagus, which is really cool. Um, and the face sculpt, I always, always crushed it. Um, and then there's one more Hot Toys. Let me get that pulled up.
2: I'm gonna say, get through this guy real quick hmm This one right. I, I I figured they were gonna make this one, but I'm also kind of disappointed that they made this over some of the other characters.
0: I don't have as many pictures for this one because I just pulled this one from Yak Face. Uh yeah. What's up? What's up, Yak Face? Um <laughs> all right, let me see. I just had to make sure I had it pulled up before <laughs> I started sharing it. Mm-hmm.
2: It's I mean, it's a great looking figure. Don't get me wrong. Like I think it looks awesome. I also think they used some of the same pieces that they used in the dinjarin figure
0: and just i repaint, think
2: like right? well i was looking at it and i think other people noticed it too but like some of the battle damage on this Deathwatch watch that BP's showing Deathwatch mando um the chest armor has got like the battle damage on it that you see mm-hmm. in the din figure so i mean it makes sense that they yeah. it's an easy repaint for them i mean there's not mm-hmm. a lot of it's a lot of the same pieces um but Still, I think it's it's a cool looking figure. I think this is the first time that we actually see the full um, West Star pistol because yeah. they don't they don't you know we've seen them in the show, but I think this is the closest view that we've actually gotten of what the
0: uh, live action version of the West Stars look like. When I first saw this figure in this picture of him kind of just standing pose with his mm-hmm. gun out, I was like, eh, it's it's cool, I, but I didn't love it. But when I saw the second picture of the flying pose. I was like, holy smokes, this is incredible.
2: Yeah, and that flying pose is kind of like, I was like, again, poor me. Anytime man <laughs> drops, I'm like, eh, do I need it? Do I do I have the space for it? So this is another one that I'm on the fence on. It's probably going to be this or the Razor Crest. And I feel like the Razor Crest is going to win in the end. But <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that they
1: got the colors wrong. I don't think they got the colors wrong, do you? I don't see how
2: Sopcho would
1: fuck it up like that, but...
2: I don't think it's the colors of the armor. I think it's and it's all the debate around a lot of the Mando stuff has been the flight suits Mm -hmm. and like the colors of the flight suits and whether or not those are accurate. So like anytime you if you like look at any of the costuming groups that are are trying to figure out what flight suits flight suits screen accurate and which ones not, and having like the most screen accurate costume. And the flight suits are where a lot of people are getting caught up because of just how they they filmed Mando, the lighting mm-hmm. and everything, and the filters that they use, it's hard to really pinpoint what color that flight suit is on the when screen built, used version.
0: When I built my suit, I that was the hardest thing, honestly. I, I it, sometimes it looks brown, sometimes it looks gray, sometimes it looks like a olive green. It's just, sometimes it's, it's all purple. Over the place. Yeah, it's all over the place. So, so I went with gray. <laughs> um, I think it's so, yeah, cool. like I said.
2: No, I was going to say, like I said, I think it's a cool figure. I just don't know. I feel like there's so many, like, we still haven't gotten an armor. We haven't gotten a of Doom. We haven't gotten a Grief. Mm-hmm. We haven't got, like, just so many other bigger characters. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because of, you know, the the state of the world right now and issues with production and getting new molds and new sculpts and things like that out. Yeah. But I, like I feel like...
1: Dude, our... that would be...
2: I just, yeah, I feel like there's so many other Mando characters that they could make that they haven't announced or they haven't hinted at. I mean, obviously, the child was a big, like, go, go, go for that because the hype around it and obviously getting Din figures out. But it is kind of disappointing. And it's not just not just hot toys, but really just in general, it seems like there has been not too many Mando (laughs) figures coming out. Um, Yeah, it's it's been odd for sure. Well, they've come out slowly too. And I don't know if that's due to so much of the show being under wraps, like just yeah. they kept it so hush hush for season one, but yeah, I don't I know. Could... Hopefully hopefully we get some more <laughs> that is more stuff that'll i have internal debates about whether or not I want to get it or not.
0: Yeah. I gotta tell you, we've been talking about toys for the last hour and this is the most fun I've had in a long time. <laughs> Listen, I love
2: I love talking about toys. I could talk about
0: toys all day. That's the whole reason I started a podcast, my friend. <laughs> um, but, so we we pitched this episode as the squadron's thoughts and whatnot, so we should probably talk about that a bit.
2: <laughs> yeah, we can definitely dive into um, it
0: a little bit. So at the beginning of the show, I mentioned I, I had a car accident, so I haven't been able to play it. And David, as you can see by his name, hasn't doesn't have it yet. Um, squadrons came out. It's forty bucks. Todd has beat the game, uh, the the story mode. So Todd, take it away. What's uh, right. how is it?
2: Let me tell you about my time with Squadron. So I stayed up <laughs> until midnight because I hate myself when it dropped and played the whole night. I like, didn't sleep, um, jump between the campaign, jump between multiplayer. So it was really cool. Um, just some quick things about the game for those who aren't familiar with it. Uh, it's basically a flight simulator set in Star Wars. Uh, it's VR compatible. You can use HOTAs, which is, uh, I think, hands on throttle and stick. But it's basically, you know, you can have flight controls, you can have VR. So it's probably the most immersive thing we're ever gonna get in Star Wars. And I know a lot of people love it. It's got a huge <laughs> I think it's got a very high like skill level, sort of like anybody can really play it, but it's got a high threshold for for talented players and, and really figuring out all the nitty-gritty of the game. Mm-hmm. Um so the campaign you you follow it's it's a two sides of the story it's kind of the same story but it's two two different views on it uh you follow a new republic side and on that you're a member of a squadron called vanguard squadron and then there's the empire side because this takes place after return of the jedi uh and you fought you're on a squadron called titan squadron and the new republic side is um basically working to to on this thing called project starhawk they're trying to build a starhawk ship Uh, that we've seen in other pieces of canon and the empire side titan squadron is basically trying to hunt them down so you really get a glimpse of the early days of the new republic and the last days of the empire um overall i thought the campaign was a lot of fun i won't go into too many details just because i know i'm crazy and i already beat it but i know there's plenty of people out there who probably haven't even touched it or beaten it um i do have some gripes with it mostly around the ending of the um New Republic side, and it's sort of the same kind of issues I had with Jedi Fallen Order. Um, but like I said, I, I won't, I won't touch too much on that. But it's just my own personal gripes with it. I, I always want to see uh, things go a different direction. Sometimes a little possibly darker. They always seem to stay a little lighter than I, I like to see. Um, <laughs> but that's that's just my own personal view on on Star Wars video
0: games have you uh played much of the multiplayer
2: i have so like i said the the first night that i got it i was jumping between um the multiplayer and the campaign the campaign more or less just to get a feel for the controls and then the multiplayer it started with the i'll play one more game i'll play one more game and then it was 6 a.m i was like okay well i can't play any more games now because i have to go to work now <laughs> um so the multiplayer is fun excuse me you have to um there's two two game modes well there's, really three game modes. There's dogfight, which is your standard team deathmatch, and that's going to be a five-on-five, five, um, basically Empire and New Republic going at it. You know, First team to 30 kills gets the, the victory. There is fleet battles, which is uh, again, New Republican Empire fighting. But instead of whoever can get more kills, you're trying to take out the opponent's flagship. Um, so it's like a multi... Um, I don't know, multifaceted, but multi-tiered uh, game mode where you basically try and take out the two like each team gets two support ships so Empire's got two support ships, uh, New republic has got two Corvettes you try and take those out and then once you take those out you can advance onto the other team's flagship the flagships will tear you apart <laughs> like nobody's business like I will fly because I always do this I'll, I'll hop in a bomber I'm like alright we're going to get some bombing runs in and I will fly straight at a Star Destroyer and just get absolutely obliterated. It's
0: those ventral tables, so, man.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's like, I'm like sitting there like bobbing and weaving and doing circles and, you know, trying spinning because that's always a good trick. It's true. Uh, and it's just, it's it's fun. By Again, the way, I,
0: if anybody's played this game and says that they haven't said what you just said while you're playing i'll try spinning that's a good trick you're a liar (laughs) oh i did it i immediately was
2: like oh this is fun let me try spinning now so i'll like spin in circles i played it for 20
0: minutes i did it
2: it's it's almost like i i don't get this chance often so let me do it i did the same thing in battlefront 2 though like i would just start doing barrel rolls to save my life and then crash into like an asteroid or something and call it a victory yeah so um, why do you think they did
1: they say story mode before multiplayer I so to,
0: to learn.
2: The, yeah, I was going to say the way the game set up a lot of the controls you learn through the campaign and even some of the, the, the more advanced skills like how to drift, how to properly do power management because that's a big thing in the game is um, on the Empire you have speed and guns and the New Republic you have shield speed and guns and one of the core mechanics of the game is switching between your different power sources so you can either put everything in guns or everything in shields or everything in speed and that will give you certain perks and certain benefits so if you put everything in shields you can overcharge your shields which will allow you to live a little longer say if you're attacking a a flagship whereas if you put everything in speed and you're playing a tie fighter because they don't have shields you can try and outmaneuver a new republic ship or keep them in your sights or something like that so it's a lot of I was playing with Slade the first day and it was the way he talked about it is it's just a lot. Like you have to constantly be paying attention. It's not a casual game. You're constantly watching stuff. You got, you have stuff constantly happening around you. Um, so it's definitely not a casual game. If you really want to be competitive with it. And uh, uh, it's
0: like, it's, it's, like a, it's like a legit flight simulator.
2: Yeah. It's, it's going to, I would, hours. I would, I would love to try the VR aspect or like something with the
0: photos just
2: because like the idea of being able to look around and using a throttle and your joystick to try and shoot people. Like, I feel like that'd be a lot. Like I would get motion sick in a heartbeat because I already don't like regular flying. So I feel like doing that, I would just be like, try spinning and then just yak all over my floor. (laughs) get car sick.
0: Uh, It's the game. I played it very briefly, but it's fun. It's frustrating, but it's fun.
2: I am curious because, and you know, I want to get your guys' thoughts on this, but EA said that they don't really plan on putting new content in the game, which, you know, I think was expected given it's a $40 game. But with only fleet battles, dogfight, and you can do like a fleet battle against the AI and you can do that as a co op thing. So it does kind of add a little more element if you don't want to fight against other players per se. Um, but that's really it. It's just those, those handful of game modes. There's a handful of maps. So I do wonder longevity wise, if we'll see sort of a, a a steep drop off in the player base as the games out longer and people get bored or something new comes out. I mean, it's the fact that they are saying they're not going to really add anything extra new maps or anything like that. I think kind of stinks because there was a lot of hype around this game. Mm -hmm. Um, And I don't really think we have any new Star Wars games on the horizon. I think Battlefront 3 is rumored to be coming out.
0: Yeah, 2024.
2: Yeah, so there's nothing really new coming out anytime soon. Um, So I I don't know. I feel like EA not adding anything to this game would be a bit of a a blunder, especially since they've stopped adding stuff to Battlefront 2 now. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, it was kind of surprising... uh but not at the same time because when the game was announced and they announced it at the $40 price point, I initially thought that that's not, that doesn't sound sustainable in terms of DLC content, you know, particularly free. Uh, I thought if they were going to add something, it was going to be a purchase, uh, but looks like they're not going to do it either way.
1: Um, I <laughs> Todd, the way it ended without
2: spoilers, do, do you think it will pick up for a second one or, um, I think, see, it's interesting because the campaign itself, like, you basically create your own pilot that's part of these squadrons, which I think is interesting because I think, in a way, it limits anything in the game to the game itself. So, as far as future content, possibly, within the game, like, if they decided to ever add anything, I think there's a a possibility for that. But, I don't know if we'll see, I think everything outside of the game. So like I said, the short story that came out, um, it'll all have to take place before the game itself, or it'll have to be really isolated instances um, just because of the the nature of the campaign and sort of how your created player, your creative pilot um, plays a role in how the campaign plays out.
0: I will say that it was really cool to find out after the fact all the people that voice actors that we know and love from Star Wars Canon were in this game.' some Marshall mm-hmm. games Taylor and so on and so forth. So I thought that was really cool that they came back to to do that.
2: Well, and there's a lot of just connections in the campaign itself to other canon stuff um, stuff that's mentioned in a lot of the books is in this. so if you're if you're someone who's really like on top of your canon, on top of your Reading, um, I think there's a lot of fun little Easter eggs placed throughout the game. Like I'm just loosely picked up on some stuff, so I feel like if you're really into the current canon, then you're definitely gonna enjoy some of the Easter eggs. What, uh, what extras did you have in your uh, your cockpit? Oh, so I've got <laughs> Slade would be very proud. I have a little <laughs> Ewok um, bobblehead is in my cockpit right now, and then on the Empire, I think I have like a kill streak kind of thing like all it's like a hologram and it's got like x-wings and a-wings and all kinds of different ships shot down Um, so are
1: you able to take snapshots on that stuff
2: i think so i can probably yeah i'll try and get some the next time i play and uh i'll share it hashtag hashtag show us your cockpit (laughs) i think
0: that could go poorly on on twitter
2: (laughs) 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 we'll come up with something but yeah no i mean people if they want to show what they're what they're flying in um there is a lot of customizability as far as Mm -hmm. skins for your ships um stuff you can have inside of your ship so i think that was kind of neat um but also at the same time like it's weird seeing like an all gold tie bomber flying throughout the map (laughs) i'm like that that just feels wrong
0: Uh, that's not that's against regulation yeah exactly unless unless you're what captain is it pyre from resistance the gold yeah
2: i think the gold one yeah Yeah.
0: maybe he maybe it's his extra ass um (laughs) so uh thumbs up thumbs down for squadrons
2: i I would give it a thumbs up i think it's a cool take on a star wars game um i know if you're like an old school x-wing tie fighter fan this will be right up your alley if you're a flight simulator fan this will be right up your alley uh, the campaign itself is pretty quick. I think it only takes like six and a half, seven hours. So if you want a fun star Wars story, that is from both sides, which I think is nice. Cause you know, with battlefront two, we got the empire side, but then it sort of transitioned into the rebel side. Mm-hmm. Whereas this it's very much two different sides that both think they're doing the right thing. So if you're on the empire, you think you're doing the right thing because the empire is not in the wrong. They're fighting, you know, terrorist rebels, Um, the new Republic to them is just another extension of the rebels that blew up the death star. And if you're on the new Republic side, you're trying to bring a new sense of peace to the galaxy in this post empire era. Hmm. So I would definitely, if, if you it's 40 bucks, um, I'm sure there'll be sales as the holiday goes on. If you want to hold out a little bit, but if you want a fun game, I'd pick it up. It's definitely got a bit of a, a learning curve. I think the number of times I've crashed into an asteroid or wanted to throw my controller out the window off of some nonsense is <laughs> already out there, you know, way too high. So
0: I will uh, say uh it compared to Battlefront 2's flight portion. Um if in Battlefront Two, if you're in your fighter and you like skim a, a star star you explode. But in this game, at least what I played, I bounced off of it. <laughs> Um, so there's a little bit of cushion there, but mm-hmm. not 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 a lot, guys.
1: <laughs> Danny, I totally agree with you. I was just thinking about that.
0: <laughs> um, I think I tweeted this, but you guys ever think about how when Porkins is about to explode, one of the other X Wing pilots yells, <laughs> eject in into the space. space. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even <laughs> like, I looked I looked in like four books, I searched online. There is no escape pod in an X Wing. Um, do they have? I can find do, can you eject in an X Wing? I don't think so because the whole idea
2: behind an X Wing is it's got life support, it's got shields, like it's the opposite of a TIE fighter. Whereas, like, at yeah. least a TIE pilot, like if they get ejected into space, like mm-hmm. space might kill them, but they've mm-hmm. all got like the, the breathing and all their stuff is because yeah. they don't have that in their ships mm-hmm. so. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Biggs was because Biggs is the one that tells him yeah. to eject, I think. Yeah. So maybe Deject. Biggs like Biggs just had something against Porkins. He was like, let's like this man's going down. Let me just throw some uh some extra sand on his his uh his grave. <laughs> He's like, fuck this guy.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. So this is the longest episode we've done in a long time. So let's just cover let's just couple couple more house cleaning things here. Um no ewok agenda this week because Slade is not here, and that's his baby. Uh, So next week's episode, next Friday, which is the October 16th, uh, we're going to do a Mandalorian Season 2 speculation talk uh, episode. (laughs) There's the word I'm looking for. So episode 38 will be uh, Mandalorian Season 2 talk. Um, And why are we doing that two weeks before? Because the following week, episode 39... Is going to be five ups, three downs. It's coming back for the two Ewok movies. This should get interesting. Um, I we haven't decided just yet if we're going to do five up, three down for both movies combined, or if we're going to do five up, three down for each movie. Um, I don't even know. Um, so yeah, we're going to do that. But why are we doing that? It's going to be a very Ewok-specific episode, and we're really excited for it because a local brewery to uh, us folks here in D.C. um, in Baltimore, Maryland called Full Tilt Brewing posted a beer that Todd noticed and found. Um, They have an Ewok beer, and it is called Ichiwama. It is a barley wine. Um, The can is beautiful. It's got drunk wicket. Yeah, is um,
1: toasted
0: right there. Yeah, he's toasted. It's a beautiful can. Anyway, um, I reached out to them on social media, told them all about our show and how Ewok Obsessed one of our hosts is. <laughs> and they were super cool and offered to send us some beer to uh, review on the show next week or two weeks. So, in two weeks, we're going to review an Ewok specific barley wine beer, um, courtesy of the great folks at Full Tilt Brewing. So, um I'm gonna get drunk.
2: <laughs> it's gonna be an interesting episode. I'll, that's all I'm gonna say. Uh, so yeah, yeah. I'm have
1: to live through you guys and
0: you know, yeah, you uh, the, the uh, Nebraska Outpost can be neglected at times when it comes to Ewok related beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, what else do we got here? Um, you guys might notice that Todd and David are wearing BSP specific merch. Tob with the uh, Poe Dameron and then David with the dark side tie fighter. Um, I have, we have a ton of logos up for a wings. I think there was a Y wing. There's a tie pilot or tie fighter, tie pilot Poe, a um, little bit of everything. So everything helps. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there's a really cool Ahsoka one up. Um, so if you guys want to help support our show so we can do more unboxings and all that jazz, definitely check out link in the description, get some merch, get that BSP drip. Um, so yeah other than that please like and subscribe fellas thanks for hanging out this week and talking toys for over an hour uh, <laughs> always happy to talk toys like I said uh, so. definitely follow us on twitter we just hit 777 followers so we're getting close to a thousand thank you Um. So yeah thank you for sure and who is it Danny hey Danny is there enough even <laughs> like that's it well that's kind why we haven't decided if we're gonna do five ups for each one or both of them combined um hey but hey,
2: i'm sure slate will have 10 for each one
0: (laughs) uh we might have to have him write his down so we can have a couple
1: Um, with some i think it might go a little long and crazy
0: probably i'm going to um re-listen to our eric walker episode mace Tawani from ewoks just a See if I can pull any tidbits out of there. (laughs) God, Um, what
1: episode was that? Do you remember?
0: um, It was between episodes six and seven. So it was back in January. (laughs) But all right, guys. Thanks for everybody for watching, sticking with us for an hour and 15 minutes. Subscribe to our channel, like, comment, share. See you guys on social media. and